Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Hey, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I think you guys are in for a treat. This is going to be a really fun conversation. I am excited for this. Manny Hanif, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Evan. I'm really appreciated and hoping to uh, provide a ton of value and insights to the audience. That works for me. (laughs) Absolutely. So I, I like to start off in the same place with all of my guests. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Sure. So I've actually been in this industry, internet marketing industry for over a decade now. I actually started off as a a freelancer, believe it or not. Um, I was in two jobs, working the nine-to-five coming home from work, very tired, but I actually wanted to do something. At that point, I honestly, Evan, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make something on the side, like a side hustle. What everybody, when when they start this journey is, they want something that is going to make them money, right? Like no long-term plan, no long-term goal. Hey, I just want to make a bit of money. So I sold a few stuff on eBay, um, made a bunch of money selling physical products. In fact, that time, I remember... Um, selling a MySpace. MySpace was the big norm back then. Um, we're going way back here. MySpace uh, software on eBay made a bunch of money. I thought, wow, maybe there's a market for selling information. I was always fascinated with information. So, cut a story short, started selling my own ebooks, products online, um, wrote a lot of articles, um, got paid to write articles that would end up leading to affiliate sales and commissions. And then um, the rest is, they say, is history because after that, I wanted to start my own digital marketing agency where you know, I would provide services. Did that for a number of years. Um, I was actually very happy doing that. But then, cut story short, I wasn't happy because I knew I could do something else, something more. And then um, almost by accident, a few years ago, had an idea to, you know, provide a coaching service or run a coaching business where I would be focusing on helping people who are in the 95 profession. Why the 95 profession is because something I used to work all my life, pretty much since I left school, I was working in and out of jobs, um, you know, and, and, and then I thought, you know what, I get them. I get that audience. So now I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an online coach serving people in who are in a 95 professional job, very busy people, but at the same time, they're not fulfilled. They're not happy. They can unlock their potential, but they just don't know how. So that's what I do. Right. That, that that's amazing because I mean that's the that's the age old struggle, right? Right with the nine to five with corporate sure. work. I mean that's 
it gives you the money. It's, you know, you, you just show up and you do what you're told and then you get the paycheck cool. and things are taken care of, right? You, you followed the path. You did what you were supposed to do. Cool. But I've found that definitely, I, I feel like in most instances that doesn't lead to fulfillment, right? I feel like the vast, vast majority, it's like, if I give you a billion dollars right now, would you yeah. stay in your job or would you quit? I can't think <laughs> of anyone I've ever met in corporate who'd say, you know, who said that they would stick Absolutely. to the job, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So that's amazing that you're able to do this and you're helping people in this way. I think what, for me, the biggest um, the biggest sort of um, thing to me came was when I was working in a 95 job one day and almost that I, I was put in a position whereby I had to really ask the supervisor if I could go to lunch. And I'm thinking... I mean, I'm a grown adult. Since when did I have to get permission from somebody to go to lunch? And I'm thinking, you know what? I need to change my own life. I need to change my mindset. Mindset is like the biggest, the biggest shift that would anyone who would want to be in a different position. Because the number one thing I always tell people is don't quit your 95 job just because you want to make money. Quit your 95 job once you've figured out your mindset, once you've got an exit strategy, once you have enough savings in your bank. Because trust me, like for me, it was complete opposite. For me, um, I was actually in debt. Um, I owed, owed the banks a lot of money. And then I was in a position where I was bringing, hating the 95, but I knew I had skill sets. It was then when I had the skill sets when I got my first ever client. He paid me, I can still remember the date, he paid me $1,000 to fix his website, make some changes, and it was like the easiest money I ever made. And I think for me, that was the, that was the biggest shift. I can remember taking payment whilst I was at work at lunch and thinking, wow, this is insane. I need to do something. And that, that was it, Evan. Like That really changed everything for me, literally. It was that period where I sat on the chair and said, right, I know exactly what I need to do, but I'm going to give myself six months. I want to be in this job, but I'm going to give myself six months to find an exit strategy. And, it, and that's why I started to do. So, yeah. So the rest, as I say, is uh, history. That's incredible. That is incredible because that's true. I mean, you have to find, you can't, it's that line, right? In between the, the just do it attitude and the whoa, 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 you know, let's figure this out type of attitude. Because, because like, like I said, you have to find that line. I mean, there's that you know, there's two main ways to go about you know quitting the corporate job to pursue entrepreneurship, and then there's the one that you hear people talking about, which is to burn all the burn all the boats and just like no options, and you have to just do it, <laughs> and no matter what. And it's like, okay, well, that has worked for people before. You know, it's not like you're destined to fail, but at the same time, that seems very stressful, and it does not seem very likely to to succeed. You know, that's when you see people who quit and then they come crawling back a few months later when they they are broke and, uh, you know, they couldn't create, you know, they're not traveling in Fiji or whatever after a month <laughs> yeah, like they absolutely. were expecting to do. Yeah. And then there's the other end of it, which is what you're talking about, which is the strategic way to just do it. Because there does, there does come a point when you you have to, you know, kind of pull the plug and you have to you have to do, you have to jump in, but you could do it strategically. Strategically, yes, you know, absolutely. Like if you can dive into the water, like still dive in, but yeah. you should probably check and make sure the water's deep enough first so you don't absolutely. break your neck. <laughs> 100%, yeah, 100%. And 
and and and and I've actually worked in. I've even delivered pizzas. I've even delivered um, food, and I've even like done um, jobs where you know you wouldn't have imagined a person who left university with a marketing degree. But I put myself in those positions because number one, I wanted to experience the 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 the, the downsides of working and you know having to work for money. I've always my family always come from a working class family. We've always believed in hard work. Hard work only comes if you put the effort in. Um, and that is the teachings of my parents. They said, you know, if you work hard, you get the rewards. Um, nothing, nothing is easy. Like in any aspect of life, even if they say, hey, push a button, you'll make a thousand dollars. It's not, it's not like that. You know, it is everybody else knows it. You have to work towards it in order to get the reward. Right. So for me, it was like, okay, have a clear strategy, but how am I going to achieve it? And and trust me, there was like a lot of failures, a lot of obstacles along the way, a lot of late nights, a lot of, a lot of um, failed relationships. That time where I was, you know, um, in a long-term relationship, that didn't work out because of my current financial situation. And I thought, oh, I can't do this all my life. I need something that's going to be stable for the future, you know? So, yeah. Right. Exactly. That, that, that's where you find that magic mixture of uh, hard work, and strategic work absolutely you combine those two i mean that's where you get that's where you get rich right because it's one of those things it's kind of funny it's like if it was just hard work then everyone would be rich and successful sure right absolutely and then so that's where you have to kind of take that and combine that with the with the strategy piece i think also it's down to taking the baby steps because like there are times where i wasn't motivated enough to actually and here's the thing with me I can't sit in front of the computer for seven, eight hours. This is why I was an un- unemployable in a nine-to-five job because I would get so bored sitting seven, eight hours a day, either talking to people, uh, working on a website or something. I'm the guy, if I'm working one or two hours a day, for me, that's enough. But those one or two hours a day, they have to be productive. And like you said, oh, yeah. hard work, use those one or two hours, do the hard work, and then get rewards later oh, yeah. but for me it has to be i always want to move about so that's that's why i'm always either traveling either going for a jog or going to the gym i hope always have to be moving about and i actually said uh, you know to myself the other day i said i need a stand-up desk where you know i'm stood up and i'm doing all the work and yeah i like i'm never been a guy where on the afternoon let's say one or two o'clock in the p.m you won't see me on the computer you probably see me on the phone taking messages but it's like setting yourself that goal setting yourself your schedule and li- taking ownership you know for me it's oh, like yeah. taking that ownership yeah oh yeah it's kind of funny you know i feel like for for someone in like a nine to five job you could probably like if, if if you extracted all the time they were actually doing focused productive work mm-hmm. it probably would only total to like two hours You know, if you think about it, so it's funny, it's like people think you have to work 10 hours a day to succeed, but like someone like yourself working two or three, like really focused, actually productive hours doing work that moves the needle, not like, uh, you know, editing something or, you know, respond to it, you know, doing something that doesn't really like actually like generate new revenue or grow the business. Like if you're doing like two or three focused hours of productive needle moving work, right? Absolutely. 
that will get more that will get you a lot further a lot faster than someone. and here's the thing here's yeah. the thing my uh, my my mentor told me years and years ago that focus on the most important tasks that are gonna put you closer to getting that paid customer put yourself forward in the task that is gonna you know get you closer to getting that first lead as opposed to working on the technical stuff that you hate the technical stuff that's not going to really pay off the bills or put you know put food on your bank so because i was the guy who would do the website who would do the seo oh, yeah. who would do the facebook ads the google ads and and i was like this you know what this is freaking insane like <laughs> there's only one of me and there's like people out there who i can sort of utilize i can utilize the skills and say hey can you do this for me and when i started to sort of outsource um work smarter build systems that's when everything started to change for me and and even even to now i look back and think that was that was insane trying to wear many hats you know we, exactly. it's like you can't be the truck driver but you can't also be the swimmer the footballer the the basketball player the wrestler you know you because there's only one of you so that exactly. is what i you know realized years ago that hey you need to work smarter to get the best results that's perfect. And it's really true. I mean, I kind of, I like to think about it in terms of like, okay, could a VA reasonably and easily do this? If so, I should not be doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Because that's like, that's just, it ends up being just a waste of time. You know what I mean? Even if it's yeah. a task that's necessary, it's like, no, outsource it because then you can focus on the things that actually move the needle or spend time with family or go to the gym or do like live life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is what I wanted to do at the start is, um, Straight away, when I started this journey years ago, um, I wanted to move the needle straight away. I wanted to say, hey, you know, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So I, I would find myself eight, nine hours a day on the computer because, number one, I had no commitments. I was, you know, living with my parents, with my family, and, you know, I was young, fresh out of university. I had all the time in the world. But when you sort of grow older, you realize, hey, you need to work smarter. You need to do this. You need to let the right people do the tasks. You need to let the right people do the banner and this and that. And that's when I realized, you know what? I'm actually running a business, but I'm, I'm, I'm creating a second job for myself. So I always say, let your business work for you rather than you work on your business. And for me, that set everything apart. That really started moving the needle in a, in a positive way. So, yeah. That's perfect. That, that I, yeah, I really... You can't, you can't stress enough the importance of outsourcing, and I think that really that differentiates the the high level business owners sure. from like the beginner kind of solopreneurs. You know what I mean? Because the solopreneurs, like you know, everyone, you kind of have to go through that phase, right? Because it's like sure. outsourcing does take resources, right? And those people aren't going to do the work for free, so you kind of have to get started. A lot of people get started as solopreneurs, but the difference is like, is the goal to stay? You know, as, like a solo entrepreneur. Or so sure. to outsource as soon as you can, and you're Absolutely. just like, that's what you're working towards, and that really I think shows that difference in mindset between the the, the real yeah. strategic high level entrepreneurs uh-huh. and the ones who uh-huh. are kind of holding themselves back in that way. Yeah. Sure, absolutely, <laughs> yes. It's always the strategic ones I always stand out as opposed to your know, new entrepreneur who's trying to make it out. And every time I speak to a new client, I'm like, "What are you currently doing?" Oh. I'm working on a funnel. I'm doing this video. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm thinking, oh, okay. Um, you're going to have a hard time 
making your 10K a month or whatever goal that you have because that's what I started. I made all those mistakes, um, avoid those mistakes, work smarter, build those systems and get that get paid more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, true. So as we begin to wind on the podcast, I did want to bring up uh, one. I want to kind of bring us back a little bit to something we were uh-huh. talking about before. Something, sure. I am a huge advocate for actionable advice. I hate sure. it when I see people who just read book after they read like a book a week and they listen to podcast episodes like a billion hours a day or whatever and it's like this huge point of pride but i always think to myself do you actually do the work those books and podcasts tell you to do or are you just reading because you're just reading and so i try to give actionable advice as much as i can Mm -hmm. so i want to go back to mindset a little bit because i feel like we we, i feel like we kind of skipped over that a little bit towards the beginning Mm -hmm. or we were talking about like that's what that difference is right that's what makes the difference when you're looking to leave the nine to five you're looking to create the success at any level it's the mindset that needs to be sorted out first so for someone who maybe they're in a nine to five or maybe they are a solopreneur or they're not at the level they want to be what is one piece of actionable advice you would give them that they could do today to move the needle in terms of mindset? Here's the thing, Evan. Um, mindset, I had a problem years ago. Um, I remember my mindset was like, okay, I'm going to make lots and lots of money. Like, I don't, I don't freaking care how I'm going to make the money. I just want a website. I want customers. I want to make money. Then I'm thinking, right. That's the mind. That's the wrong mindset to have. So for me, it was like, if I had to sort of give advice to people right now, I would say, start seeing the changes, start seeing things differently, and that could mean something like, when you invest in a course or a coach, you're actually paying for education. You're not actually paying for the product. You're not paying for the actual coaching. You're actually paying for the transformation. Um, and this is it. This is why people spend thousands on holidays because of the experience, right? It gets them to go away in a different country, um, enjoy the food, enjoy the benefits. And I'm thinking, treat your online marketing journey like a holiday. Give yourself an experience in transformation, not just financially, but with mindset, everything comes into play in health. You have to be healthy, eat the right food. Your language and messaging has to come across right. You as a person has to change, keep your, the, 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 the circle around you, surround yourself with positive people. That means getting rid of the negative people, focusing on the most positive people that you have. And then for me, those are the main, main elements in adjusting your mindset. And that's where it could probably, it can't happen overnight because some, with some people, it takes six months. Some people take a month to start seeing things differently. But when they see that first shift, that's when they know that something's different now. And then for me, when I read uh, a book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Poor Dad years ago, that for me was the biggest mind shift, shift ever because I thought, oh, right, now I understand money. Now I understand the concept of managing your finances, investing in the right assets, investing in stocks, bonds, whatever. Um, and then that's where things started changing for me, where I started seeing things differently. I started seeing things in a much positive way rather than taking a negative approach towards things and start being positive. The people around you will become positive as well. Start being negative. 
then everything you see will go negative as well. So yeah. that's how I see it. And that's the advice I will give to people, prospects, anyone, you know, if they have an issue with mindset and they want to sort of change. That's perfect. That's amazing. And hopefully people can really take that and run with it because like we were talking about, I mean, that is, if you're looking to create success in the world of business or anywhere else, mindset is the number one. Like that's the first thing you need to get sorted out and then everything else will fall into place after that. So I want to thank you, Manny, for being willing to come on the podcast and share all these amazing insights. For people who are interested in you and in everything you're doing, where can they find more about you? Yes. So the first thing they can do is they can go on to hashtagacademy.com, which is my website where I have a short video on there, a bit about me and how I work. Um, and if anybody wants to sort of, if, you, if they're a coach, if they are a 95 professional wanting to supplement their current income and they want something different where they can unlock their potential, they can check out the website, they can book a call with me if they're the right fit. I'm happy to work with them. I have a YouTube channel as well called Fastlane CEO. Um, they can check out the videos on YouTube. But from time to time, I do a lot of live streams and um, I do a lot of videos on there. It's got nearly 3,000 subscribers. So I'm happy to share a lot of insights. Um, I'm very approachable on Facebook as well. So you can type in Manny Hanif. Uh, they're able to find me and connect with me from there. Perfect. All right. Well, there it is. I appreciate you for sharing all of that with us and for sharing those incredible insights and for taking the time to to come on and, and really give value. So welcome. thank you again, Manny, for being willing to come on the podcast. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Evan. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.